Eagles Entertainment. Hi, this is Doug Peterson, and you're listening to the Eagles Insider Podcast with Dave Spadaro. Welcome, everyone, to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. Eagles back from the bye week, and what do we have here? A game on Sunday against the Super Bowl champions, the evil empire, the New England Patriots. We'll talk about the Patriots with Eagles safety Rodney McLeod a bit later in the show, and Doug Peterson will join us as well to talk about the Patriots and Tom Brady. And we have a wonderful sit-down with Eagles linebacker Nate Gary. But let's start with the big news of the week. Brandon Brooks signed as an Eagles free agent prior to the 2016 season. And oh, what a player he has been with Philadelphia. He signed a contract extension earlier this week that keeps him in Philadelphia through the 2023 season. And he is thrilled about the deal. So the Eagles have great continuity up front. And Brooks talks about the contract extension and what it means to be an Eagle for the foreseeable future. I mean, I was, you know, telling some teammates you know, yesterday in the past couple of days, I, I know I'm in a good situation here. Um, I don't, I don't want to play anywhere else. You know, I don't want to you know, go anywhere else. You know, love the city, love the fans, coaches. Um, like I said before, wouldn't be, you know, where I'm at or be able to sign the extension without, you know, having Stout and Doug and, you know, guys like that, um, you know, really helping me elevate my game. Um, you know, especially Stout, you know, since day one. Um, some of the things he's, he's done and showed me and, you know, I don't want to say I thought I knew it all, but there was so much more that I had to learn. I mean, the extension's great, but, you know, we're here to, here to win games and I'm not going to, you know, distract, you know, the team about, you know, some money. It's not really, you know, why I play the game. And I guess in the, the grand scheme of things, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to get, to get a second one. So, you know, at this point, money wasn't, um, you know, the motivation. Being on the field week one, meant the most to me, uh, you know, when I got hurt, and obviously it's an Achilles, pretty serious injury. You know, it was uh, a lot of things said as far as, you know, when I would be back, if I would be back, would I be the same player, um, so on and so forth. So being able to come back and um, be a better player than I was before I was hurt probably was the biggest thing for me. But once I got here and you know, got around the guys and, you know, Doug and, you know, coaches management, um, I instantly knew I had a, a good situation. I was in the right place, you know, with Doug. And, you know, I always say this with him. He's a player's coach, but I don't use a, the phrase player's coach in a bad um, in a bad way. And I think you guys see, like, he understands the team, has a pulse on the team. I mean, anything he asks us, you know, to do, um, you know, we'll run through a wall for him. So, you know, as time got on or went on, I just realized, like, each and every day, like I've, I've been fortunate and blessed to not just sign here, but to stay here. Now we've got the game of the week Sunday. The Patriots come to town. The defending Super Bowl champion Patriots. The evil empire. The 8-1 and one Patriots who've won six Super Bowls. Well, the one they haven't won of late, Super Bowl 52, of course, going to the Philadelphia Eagles. So this is the quote-unquote rematch game. A lot of hype around this game. A lot of fun expected on Sunday. Head coach Doug Peterson, his exclusive one-on-one interview talking about Tom Brady, the marvelous Tom Brady. Got to give him all the respect in the world. You may not like him, but you must respect him. Here is head coach Doug Peterson. Doug, I wonder as a, as a quarterback, as a quarterback guru, as a head coach, when you look at, at Tom Brady and just you marvel at somebody like that at the age of 42 doing what he's doing? I do. Um, a lot of respect for you know, what, what Tom's done, his career, obviously Hall of Fame. Um, and and just, 
you know, I, I know how hard it is to, to put your body, you know, through a, a grueling, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 game season uh, every year. And, and he's been able to do it consistently for many, many years. And, and, and to be uh, to be where he has where where he is uh, this time of, of his his life, it's just impressive, impressive to watch. Um, uh, I'm happy for him, obviously, because he's, he's done and he's done it and he's played at a high level for so long. That said, you've got a matchup against him on Sunday, your Eagles defense. How do you feel about that matchup? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. I mean, we're getting guys back. We've, we've had guys, you know, back uh, healthy now the last couple of weeks and, and just coming off the bye. So we've had a little added rest. But, you know, it's, it's going to take all hands on deck. Uh, this is a good football team. Um, they're eight and one, obviously. And, and uh, um, you know, it comes down to just really your, your preparation and hard work during the week, how, how, how well you study and prepare and, and go out and practice. And, and, you know, our scout teams have to give the proper look, you know, and, and try, to, try to emulate what the Patriots do on offense and defense and, and uh, see if we can't, uh, you know, try to out-execute them. And, and by the end of the day, if you got more points, then, then that's great. This Eagles offense has shown that it can really run the football against anybody. Is that uh, the, the matchup that you're looking at here against the Patriots, the team that's allowed only 10 points a game? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough. And, and thing is, you know, in the last couple of weeks, we faced really good run defenses in, in Buffalo and Chicago and, and um, you know, teams that haven't given up a lot of points. And, and so it's just it's another opportunity for our offensive line, our tight ends, runners to to really uh, buckle down and, and have a good week of preparation, obviously, understand the game plan, what we're trying to get done. You know, my job, obviously, as the head coach, just to prepare the football team. But yet, as a play caller, you know, try to put our guys in, in position to be successful on game day. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. We'll hear from Rodney McLeod, Eagles safety, later in the show. But when we return to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group, it's one-on-one time, an in-depth interview with Eagles linebacker Nate Gary, a safety in college at Nebraska who's made himself into a darn good linebacker with the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Fran Duffy, host of the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast, and each week I will take you inside the playbook and break down the X's and O's of every Eagles game day. Every snap tells a story. The Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast, we're going to have you covered. Come and join and subscribe wherever podcasts can be found. Time now to welcome in linebacker Nate Gary to the Eagles Insider Podcast. And in your third year, Nate, it's it's I can say the name Nate Gary, but I got to tell you, I remember when you came in and we 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 prepared for the preseason game. And I remember when you were a rookie, uh, we went, well, "What's your name?" And you were like, "It doesn't matter." People call me Nate Gary, Nate Jerry. Really, like really, your whole pe- your whole oh, yeah. life- my whole my whole life, people have butchered my last name. <laughs> so it is Nate Gary. Gary, it's it's pronounced G A R Y, but spelled G E R O I. Did was this a problem when you were in in school? Uh, not in high school, but once I got you know once people like you <laughs> who were starting announcing when I was on the football field and butchered it, and then people who listened to stuff like this would catch on to it, and so we had to, we had to clarify it up a couple times. Nate Gary is one of my workout partners in the Novacare Complex Strength and Conditioning Room. Have you ever looked over to see how much weight I throw up? I do. I, I always check out the form. You always got to. You always got to keep an eye out in there. It's for you know. It's so for you. You you've transformed your body over the years, and when you lift weights, it's really not how much you put up, right? It's like your it's your form. I've always rushed through everything, and I just don't feel like I'm. I've maximized my body. I feel like a, a bit of a, <laughs> a, bit, a bit of a waste at age fifty four. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it, there is some technique to it, and uh, you know, a lot of people just like to get it done. But you know, always the slow, the slower the better. Motion is lotion. Is Th- what that I always, motion is lotion. Yeah, Monty Wong told me that. Monty I, I, Wong told me that one is too. That right? Yeah, shout out Monty. Yeah, then. Monty's one of our athletic trainers here. Uh, I hurt my back 
last week at the Bears game. I could barely walk. And he's like, you know, I walked in like I was a 100-year-old man. He goes, Dave, just keep moving, moving, moving. Motion is lotion. Motion is lotion. Uh, how, lotion. Much, how much did you weigh coming out of college? Um, we, I know you've told this story 8 million times. Around 210. Out of Nebraska. What, what's it going, by the way, let's segue here. What is happening with Nebraska football? Um, we're having a tough year. That's, that's for sure. Um, you know, we've had a couple injuries, um, but you know, I think the team, I think, I think they're trying hard. I think that we don't have the right pieces really for what our new coaches, um, see their vision being. Um, so, you know, I still think we got some of the recruits from the old staff, uh, obviously some, some young guys, a lot of young guys are playing. So, um, you know, a lot of younger guys are trying to step up. Some of the older guys are on their way out. But, you know, I think we just got some of the missing parts that don't fit the pieces that uh, the coaches want right now. Describe Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, it's a great city, man. When you think of Lincoln, you think of Nebraska football. Uh, you know, on game day, it's it's like the third biggest city or something like that or some statistic. I'm not fully sure. In but what, the world? No, no, no. <laughs> it's like, I think it's like in the Midwest or okay. something like that. And... Um, but no, the people there are great. They're always welcoming. That I think that's the, I think that's the worst part about coming to Nebraska. You know, our stadiums, everything is so nice, whatever. But our people are always so nice. And you know, when football games, sometimes you really don't want that. You know, coming. You know, sometimes you go into other people's stadiums and you get the you get the middle finger and stuff like that. You come to Nebraska stadiums, they're open arms. You know, is that right? Yeah. Oh yeah. They they'll welcome you back. They they yeah. They, Even after losing, like they don't get all pissed off <clears> when you lose. They're not. They're. I mean, they're not going to be butthurt about it. No, they're not going <laughs> to. But yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of the worst part about it. Of being it so nice. Okay, so uh, Nebraska, um, you weighed what? Two fifteen? You said? Yeah, like two ten, two fifteen. So what, you're up to two thirty plus. Two thirty. Yes. How'd you do it? Heating calories, calories, calories. Like examples, like uh, graphic uh, examples of how much food you've eaten. Okay, so in the in the mornings, you know, usually about six eggs, five to six eggs, and maybe like a piece of bread or two. Let me throw some peanut butter on it. Um, and then let's say, like, for example, like during season. So then, you know, we have um, meetings right after that. So then, you know, probably try to eat like a granola bar or something, some pretzels between uh, in meetings, sitting there drinking Gatorade or water. And then lunchtime, um, you know, another full meal. So. Now which I'm is sitting, like a burger, which is uh, like... No, like a couple of pieces of chicken breast and a full cup of rice. Um, and I'll do that that meal usually twice as kind of one lunch. Um, I just kind of spread it out, you know, before and after practice. And then uh, dinner after meetings, or I'll probably eat like a PB&J during me dinner meetings. And then after dinner, have dinner, which would be another some sort of, you know, cup of rice. Um, I'm a big rice guy. I don't know why, but... It's easy for me to eat when mm -hmm. I'm trying to... And digest it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why, but my body really likes it. Um, and then, so then I'll eat dinner, you know, usually the same as lunch, and then I'll have probably another dinner before around 8.39. Healthy eating, though. Even though you're eating a lot, it's really healthy. Uh, you always, because you're, young guys don't... What, 24-year-olds don't eat this healthily? Was it a difficult move from not only a volume standpoint, but from eating, going from eating junk to eating good stuff? It's hard. It, it it is hard, especially especially for me. I'm a single guy, so when I'm at home, I gotta make my own food. And sometimes it's, you know, it gets old. Um, you know, I don't want to eat the same stuff over and over, chicken, you know, whatnot. So it it does get hard. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll throw a couple cheat days in there, but um, and cheat with what? Oh man, I'm a. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm a huge candy guy. So like, when it comes to sweets, I mean, I'll eat 
I'll sit there and eat a whole bag of sour, like a big bag. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I'm a huge Taco Bell guy. I've always been. I think in high school I probably went to Taco Bell every for every uh, open lunch. <laughs> I'm one of those guys, so that's probably my cheat meal. Can you, that, that's a kind of a good thing cause, uh, to talk about. I, your football's come such a long way. Making the transition, safety to linebacker in the NFL, you're playing a lot. You're making plays for the Eagles defense. It's really been a wonderful first nine games for Nate Gary. But do you think you could have done it without being so dedicated to food and changing your diet and and eating right? Because I don't think fans really think about what you guys eat and how important that is to be productive every day. Oh yeah, you know nutrition is huge when it comes to you know you know your like your health, overall injuries, like injury risk. Um, I know, especially with the linebacker position, you know you're you're button heads every you know you got to hold your hold your own, hold your weight in there sometimes with the big guys, but you also got to be able to open up and run. So so your nutrition is is huge, and I think a lot of it goes down to being able to be injury prone. Um, so I can't get injured. Um, I think that's probably the best part of my nutrition. Are you a great athlete? <laughs> uh, I'm a good like ping pong player. It depends on <laughs> type of athlete. I'm an a- it, average by golfer. NFL standards, are you a great athlete? Um, in I the mean, line overall, in the linebacker position. I mean, you're a, you're a, so yeah. so Nate's you're a sprint champion from South Dakota. I mean, you you by obviously by normal people standards, you're a great athlete. And the, the the difference between being a great athlete in the normal world and in the football world. Are you in the football world? Do you think you're you get by? Do you think you play well and start and and are a, a great NFL player because you're a great athlete? Um, I wouldn't say that's all of it. No, I mean obviously there's a it's a you know the physicality of the game and the athleticism of the game. There's a portion of it, but I think a lot of the you know there's a lot of mental in the game too as well, especially with um. You know, age, as, I mean, each year you get older and older, you learn more and more about the game, and the game just slows down where, you know, sometimes your athletic ability, you really don't need it as much, I'd say, just because um, you put yourself in a better position from the start just by knowing the game better. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, I'm a good athlete in the linebacker position. That's no doubt about it. I think that an, an example of a guy who I think is a really great athlete and who – Always, I wonder when the mental part would catch up, no disrespect to him, but Michael Kendricks, I always saw great athlete, but like was kind of wild on the football field. And I haven't watched him play in Seattle. Accurate statement, like he's a kind of a guy who, it was a great athlete or he, when he was playing here. I'm just talking about when I, he was playing here. Uh, Mike, in my opinion, I think Mike's probably one of the physically, like the best linebackers in the NFL. Um, but I think to his point, he's also had a bunch of different, defensive schemes that he's been in and you know I heard I wasn't here but I think with Chip and them I think they ran a 3-4 uh, so he he played outside I believe in the 3-4 which is you know a down DN type style and then they switched to a 4-3 so then he's an out, more of an outside linebacker so you know I think he's played in a lot of schemes you know he was he was a smart football player he he made a lot of plays that uh, you know some people wouldn't make but um, you know that's that's just the nature of the game um, but, you know, I think, like you said, he's physically one of the best in the game. Nate, you're, you're a rookie and you win the Super Bowl um, uh, on the way to now being a starter here three years in. Do you think about the Super Bowl at all? Do you guys think about it now we're three years later? Um, you know, it's actually kind of funny you said that because now we're playing the Patriots this weekend. Exactly. Um, yesterday was kind of like the first time I really watched the Super Bowl film, like as a group or more than, you know, I – I think I mean, obviously we've seen like bits and pieces on Instagram or whatnot, but like we actually yesterday sat down and like saw like some of the runs and stuff that they're going to probably try to do against us. So it was like actually our first time really 
seeing the Super Bowl. But um, besides that, you know, we don't – I mean, I don't really think about it as much. People bring it up, and then I do. But otherwise, you know, we got a lot of tasks ahead of us now that it's hard to really think about. Where's the ring? It's at my house back home. Do you ever wear it? Uh, certain, like, I mean, if there's some big occasion, I will, yeah, but. I remember coming back, um, one of the most wild experiences I ever had, actually. I don't know if you were on the bus. After the Super Bowl party, which was awesome, we got on a bus, and it was the linebacker's bus, and it was a crazy, do you, were you on that bus? The, the, um, which, it which. was Camus, it was, uh. I know, which, which bus, or I mean, which party are you talking the, about? Right after the game. Back oh, the to one. until five o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know wild, what you're talking dude. about. Yeah, Raymond was on that oh, one. Yeah, Kendrick, exactly. What you're uh, talking Najee, about. good. It was a good time. It was a great time. All right, let's talk about Nate and playing with the Philadelphia Eagles. Why is it clicking for you this year? What is it all? And I'm not saying that it hadn't before, but it really seems that you your level of comfort is so much greater. Your performance is so much more consistent. Your percentage of plays is is way up there, fifty plus percent. Tell me, tell me why. Um, I think what you kind of hit on the nose, I feel a lot more comfortable. I just feel a lot more confident in myself, you know, being able to, um, you know, kind of fit the, the linebacker mold now, um, being able to, you know, set the front, call the defense and help people get aligned up. I just, it just puts me at home where, you know, I just, it feels more natural for me. So um, I think I've understand the X's and, X's and O's a lot better. This will be my third year, you know, I've learned a lot under Nigel and, um, you know, just a lot of the film that I've seen. Uh, you know, Jenkins has helped me, especially with the back end stuff. Um, and like I said, Nigel's helped me with the, the linebacker position since I've been here. He's been a huge uh, big brother for me. Is it harder to learn run fits or to, to, to learn kind of all the coverage uh, responsibilities? Uh, or is that a, a good question? question. Okay. No, it is a good question. Um, you know, especially, so I played both. Um, you know, I, the thing that was nice about safety is that, like, you're kind of always tied into the run fit. And then you're always tied into the past. So I've always kind of had a grasp of a little bit of both. And I think that was probably one of the main reasons why the transition for me was probably easier for the upstairs people to put me in. Mm -hmm. um, but I think I think that just the run fits probably were a little bit harder because route concepts are more, more defined. And run fits are kind of, you know, they can get mushed up and, uh, you know, people can get put out of gas and stuff like that. So I'd say that would probably be a little bit harder. A season of first, uh, interception return for a touchdown against the Jets. Uh, tell me about the play, your remembrances of the play, what it's like when you make a big play as an NFL player. Does your phone blow up? Does everybody that you have ever met in your life call you and say you that was to tell you that was awesome? Uh, yeah, your phone, your phone uh, notifications go up a little bit. Um, but I, I, to me, I'm one of those guys who hates like the social media stuff, so I, I don't like it. Um, kind of really only have it for the just the connection to the the fans and whatnot. But um, yeah, you know, it was. Uh, Felt great to finally get in the end zone. It's been a while for me. I haven't scored since I was, I think it was a sophomore in college. Um, but being able to uh, finally get an interception, um, return it for a touchdown, it was, it was a good feeling for me. And then you had a quarterback sack against the Bills, your first. So this is all good, right? That was your first quarterback sack. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Um, Tell me about that. Do you remember every play? I do remember every play. Um, it was actually one of those plays where I didn't know if I could hit him or not, just because the whole, you know, there's all kinds of new rules and stuff going on. So, um, you know, each week everything changes, but uh, was, I think he was running around stumbling and just hit him. Nate, what'd you do in the bye week? Went back home to South Dakota. And did what? Hung out with some family, hung out with some friends, enjoyed the snow and the 19 degree weather. Excellent. Yeah. Get, do you work out every day? 
Not in the bye week? Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, maybe once. Is that right? Yeah. Just did you like stretch? Did you get into a sauna? Did you? Get I, into- I did sauna. I sauna. I think that was probably my workout. When I tell you I worked out, I probably did some push-ups and body squats in the sauna. That's probably about it. How much does your body feel different after a week off? Oh, night and day. I'd, yesterday we ran around. I we all felt. I mean, I, I, for me individually, I felt great. But I mean, today I'm a little bit sore. But it's it's one of those good sorenesses that you know you you kind of shaked everything out. How was it coming back yesterday? Describe for the fans how is the energy in this building. Super Bowl champions coming to town, eight and one Patriots. Tom Brady again. You know the craziness that he brings to to a defense. What is it like for the Philadelphia Eagles in that locker room? Uh, the energy's high. You know we saw it yesterday. I think Coach Peterson. Um, you know we had the energy coming in, and then Coach Peterson addressed us in his team meeting yesterday. You know he, we knew he was bringing the energy. So um, there's a lot of a lot of high energy and enthusiasm going around here. Um, we're excited for the back end of this season, and couldn't uh, be more excited. For is it. the defense? Coming together here, you feeling good about it? Yeah, I think uh, we got a lot of pieces back. Um, you know, just looking at the just everybody yesterday. You, like I said, you know, we got a lot of new guys back. We get a um, couple more DBs. Saw Timmy. I feel like our uh, our front four is you know um, we got a lot of veteran guys up front. Yeah, we so, do. So I I could really saw it yesterday. So I'm uh, really excited to see them play together. Does it change down the stretch football? Does the tempo change in in November December? Uh, yeah, you can tell it amps up a little bit um, just because, you know, things start getting more solidified. Um, you know, you kind of see where you're at and everybody else kind of knows where you're at. So so it kind of amps up each game, each week. So it's Tuesday and it's an off day. And what are you doing in the Novacare Complex? Uh, I got some breakfast. Like I said, I'm a single man. so <laughs> You're coming in for the meals. Coming in for the meal. Uh, and also, I'll probably get it. Like I said, I'm a sauna guy, so I'll probably sit in there. And you won't throw up weight? I'll probably do a little bit of tossing, but that's... But uh, not a lot. Okay. Did, we did some yesterday. All right, I got five questions for Nathan Gary here that may or may not have anything to do with what we've talked about. What is the best part of being a professional athlete? Um, the people, meeting people. It's like teammates. I've met all kinds of guys from across the world. Um, you know, I tell my friends and family this all the time. Growing up, I never in my whole entire life thought I was going to live in Pennsylvania let alone Philadelphia, and um, here I am. I couldn't be more happy, and just the people I've met throughout the process. Do you get out in, into the city and, and check things out? Are you a nightclub guy? Are you out, uh, out and have a dinner Sometimes, guy? yeah. I'll go out every now and then. Um, I'm pretty low-key, though, too. I like to stay in every now and then, but, you know, when the guys like to go out, I like to go out and have fun. Do you have, a, a, a like, a thing when people come up to you? Are you cool with that? Do people come up to you? Uh, uh, yeah, some people. Yeah, I'm, I've always been cool. Like, I mean, the people, you know, I was pretty used to in Nebraska. Like, like I said, the people there, like, they're diehard fans. I've been pretty fortunate to be uh, supported by a lot of good fan bases. Um, so, yeah, the, you know, people coming up to me, I, I never have a problem with that. You know, I'm always here for the people. What is the toughest part of being a professional athlete? Uh, the stress, you know, just people um, harping on you, uh, you know, just the stress and anxiety that goes into to the, the game of football, um, you know, it, you know, all of us want to be so perfect in what we do, but it's so hard to be so perfect in football because things, you know, things happen every play and it's just so hard. So I think a lot of the stress that goes with it is probably... When people harp on you, you're talking about coaches who harp on you? I'm talking about coaches, fans, you know, you, you drop a, a pass, you know, people are, you suck, you can't do this. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand like that, you know, some of that stuff hit home for a lot of people. Is that why you stay off social media? Uh, or do you stay off it or just dislike it? Well, you said you're on it, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm on it, but, like, I wish I wasn't, you know, but here I am. Yeah, well, I mean, they just do it because they care. Yeah. All right, question number two. Who is your best friend on this 2019 Eagles team? 
Best friend? Yeah. Man, that's man, that's tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my my man, my big brother Nigel, just because he's been with me throughout. Okay. Nigel scares me sometimes, but I, I mean, why is, why I is Nigel scary? I think he's one of those guys. When you look at him, you, you go, he could just kick your ass and roll you up and just throw you in the corner. I don't scare you? Yeah, but I know you, so you're like, you're like, you're like <laughs> my son. You're like Nigel, like scares me. No, but I, but Nigel, like deep down, he's like a sweetheart. Dude, you he's see, a that's great the guy. thing. Like when I first got here, me and Nigel, my rookie year actually, because me and Nigel, we you know we do this defensive dinner every Thursday night. So me and him always rode together, and like that was one of the. I remember we talked about it when we were younger. Is like. He's like, man, you know, all these people think I'm like some, you know, bad person, like scary person. Like deep down, man, I'm just, I'm just a nice guy. And, stuff. and I was like, yeah, man, but just best people just not knowing him, it's stereotyping keep, keep, everybody. Keep, keeps people away from him, I guess. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, he true. just, he just, he's just a big, like looming guy. Right. But if, but if you say something to him, he'll, he'll he's awesome. Big old smile. At you. Absolutely. Yeah, he'll go big smile. At you. Nate Gary, when you're not playing football, what are you doing? Uh, wake surfing. It's my new thing. What's that? Um, so it's behind a boat. You need an inboard boat and, uh, so you get a surfboard. So you get, um, it's like a wakeboard rope or it's probably half the um, length of it. You get pulled up on it. Your feet are just on the board. So your ankles aren't tied in or nothing. And you get caught up in this, uh, this wave. And there's this thing called a pocket behind the boat, which is like six to eight feet or whatnot. And you can sit in the pocket actually without the rope and just surf in this little wave. In, in a lake. Yeah, in a lake. Yeah, okay. so that I'd be, sounds I, cool. Yeah, I do that back home. South that sounds Dakota. cool. All yeah. right, cool. Uh, what is the uh, what is the last book you've read that isn't a football book? Isn't a playbook? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, you can't hurt me, David Goggins. What's that? Um, it's just about this guy. So he um, he had a really really rough childhood. He uh, grew up. Um, he's like one of the only per people to ever. He uh, made it through, like, Army Ranger School, Navy SEAL, like, Hell Week twice, Armed Forces. Um, he went through all just kinds of just nutty stuff, and he just had a really messed up life. And he just – he's a motivational guy, and he kind of just talked about his life and uh, how he made it out and how you can how you can do it if you just put your mind to it, stuff cool. like that. Cool. Okay. Uh, last one. Looking ahead, way ahead, what will you be doing when your NFL career is over? Do you have any idea? Have you even thought about it at age 24? Uh, yeah, I thought about it in college – and, you know, you, you think about something, especially when you're my you're a little bit younger than me, too. You know, you think about something and then friggin' next year, completely 180. But I, I've had the same idea kind of pop it to me a couple of times. I'm not 100 percent sure if it's something I would do. Um, I still got to finish my, my degree. I got about nine, ten credits left. Um, but I think a high school athletic director would be. Kinda, oh, I think that's a great job. Yeah, I think that's, that's I really like just like being around sports. Like I love coaching. But, like, I couldn't be a college coach because there's no freaking way I could recruit. Um, Why? The stuff you have to do for recruiting now is just absurd. Have you what, seen? Like, uh, well, like going and begging an 18-year-old kid to begging, come Begging, like yeah. hands on your knee. You got to break dance or something with their parents. <laughs> Help me out on that, man. But, yeah, I think a high school ID could be some of my own. Are you a hero in Sioux Falls? Uh, a hero? I mean, how many football players, how many NFL players have come from Sioux Falls, South Dakota? Sioux Falls? Yeah. That's your. That's what says where your home. Your home. Yeah, um, Sioux Falls. I think I am the only one from Sioux Falls. So I would imagine, like being. I'm just thinking, like you can go back there and be the man. You know, be the man. There's got to be a Nate Gary day coming up at some point. No, I don't think there's gonna be a day for it. <laughs> that, that'd be pretty cool. But that would be really I, cool. Yeah, I just, yeah, that'd be really cool. <laughs> I mean, maybe I could. I mean, I, I'm friends with the mayor now, so maybe I could, you know, throw a word in, get a Nate Gary White Snake <laughs> Day or something. That's, that'd that's, be sweet. But tell me about the White Snake. That's my uh, football. 
nickname. And uh, it's clearly start- because of the music. Definitely a hundred percent not because of the music. Okay, what is it? Um, I got the nickname in college, and really it just kind of stuck. Because you're like a. a- well, because I was, at first, so I was a, I was a safety, obviously, and I was a white guy playing safety, so obviously, that's partially the white name part of it. Um, but you know, snakes are deadly. They were silent. You know, I really wasn't much of a a talker. I wasn't. Um, you know, people really didn't notice me a lot. And the next thing you know, I just. It would be like an interception or some big play would happen. And, you know, uh, people just started calling me White Snake. And then the whole fan base started calling me. And now all my friends call me Snake. And now it's just, it's just, I love that's that. my name. I yeah. love that. I do love it, actually. That's I'm, a very cool. You yeah. can call a lot worse things than Yeah, White 100%. Snake. You ain't lying. Nate, Gary, if you uh, maybe pick off Tom Brady, get a sack this week, maybe go call that mayor of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Because certainly the mayor of Philadelphia will be thrilled as well. If I get a pick versus Tom, I'll, I'll make, I'll probably set my own Nate Gary day in Sioux Falls. I love that. Nate Gary, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us here on the Eagles Insider Podcast brought to you by Lincoln Financial Group. Have a great game on Sunday. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Had some time this week to talk to Rodney McLeod about the Patriots and the Eagles. He is looking forward to the matchup against a New England offense that makes very few mistakes. Rodney, do you think teams ever get caught up in beating the mystique of the New England Patriots? Yeah, I I, I would say, but at the end of the day, man, uh, you just got to go out there and play your game. Uh, you know, regardless of what's happened in the past, uh, it's all about the now. You got to just stay in the moment and be present. But they do seem to take teams out of their normal routine, normal habits. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's that's the biggest thing is uh, you can't allow, you know, who they they are um, proved to be throughout history to affect uh, your game plan and how you play as a team. So, uh, I mean, it's all about us, and that's what it's going to come down to. Uh, we just, you know, do what we need to do, man, and uh, we'll be fine. What do they do well offensively? Uh, I mean, they, they do a lot of things uh, well, honestly, uh, which why they're probably one of the best offenses um, to date. Uh, quarterback's great, gets the ball out quick, um, makes great decisions. Uh, they do a great job at run after the catch. Uh, so we're going to have to be a good tackling group on the, on the edges. Uh, and then they run the ball well, too. They, got, they have a, a very diverse group back there um, that all bring a different skill set. So uh, we got our hands full, man, um, from, from top down. So uh, we're going to have to bring our A game. Uh, that's what it's going to take to win. Do you feel the Eagles defense trending in the right direction? I believe so. Uh, over the past two weeks, you know, we played the way that uh, we've wanted to this entire season, uh, getting a lot of guys back. Uh, and I think we're clicking at the right time, man, to make this run. Uh, we only guarantee seven, so uh, we got to make this the best seven um, necessary to get us to where we want to get to. And that will do it for this Eagles Insider Podcast. Thanks to Peter Kelly and Trevor Hayes for their great work putting this podcast together. We ask you to subscribe, to rate us, to provide your feedback. We'd love to hear from you with this Eagles Insider Podcast. And we want you to be with us on Sunday. We've got full coverage of this Eagles-Patriots game from Lincoln Financial Field. The Eagles kickoff show presented by Exalta, followed by our in-game coverage of the Eagles-Patriots, and then the post-game show live from the Novacare Complex and Lincoln Financial Field presented by Rico. Eagles and the Patriots. Eagles trying to start this post-buy period the right way with a win against the world champions. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on the Eagles Insider Podcast. Dave Spadaro here saying, have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!